all Johnny team. Victoria made the all Johnny team. Asked me why. I asked her to read scripture and she read a letter to how her husband to be supposed to act. <laughs> that was good, I see you. <laughs> that's good. I'm loving the things that's going on here. We're doing good. When you go to the doctor, you have to tell them what's going on and where it's going on at. And one of the things that I do, this is for me, that I believe in, that I was taught, know thyself, be thyself, control thyself. And I added self to it. Last week, we talked about uh, Jesus, the spiritual part and all that. This is, with all of the stuff that's going on now, we, the church, need to get deeper into the gospel and to be able to identify the bodies, the bodies that's in us. You know, who would ever think that a six-year-old would take a gun to school and shoot right. a teacher? Right. That's unheard of, unheard of. A man's wife asks for divorce, he kills five kids, his mother-in-law and himself. Another man drives off a cliff to try to kill his wife. What's going on with people? And I guarantee you some of these people are good people. Because when you ask people about these people, they say, I never thought that person would do such a thing. But last week, you know, Pastor taught you this. You see, no man knows another man's spirit but the spirit, the big one. And so a lot of times when we look at people, we judge them by what we see. You see, and then there's a lot of unhappy. Years ago, there was a, uh, a play called, um, I can't think of the play, but Pollyanchi was in it. Pollyanchi was the clown, you all remember? And the story is that Pollyanchi went to his master, the ring master, circus master, and told him that he had broken up with his love, and he didn't think he could go on. And the ring master told him, but you're a clown. You have to make the people laugh. That's the stage thing. He said, so go, clown, and make them laugh. And if you look at it and seen it, this clown is out there trying to make the people laugh with tears in his eyes. That's right. His mouth was funny, what he was trying to say. But his soul, you know, your eyes are the window of your soul. But down in his soul, he was hurting. All of you sitting in here need to understand there's more to you than just your body. That's right. And there's more to other people than just their body. The Bible says that the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul. So you already got two parts there, right? You got a body yes, and a soul. That's and right. then later we get into the spirit. I want to, one of the most powerful scriptures that's in the Bible that helps me to understand the pain that some people are going through that I can't see. 
and that's by our master. So Jesus is a pretty sharp guy. And in the scriptures, he says this. I think we've done it. I want you to get this. Read, please. And this is from 1 Thessalonians chapter no, no, 5. I want Matthew's. The one oh, I gave you back to the back. So we're told in Matthew chapter 26, verse 38, Then he saith unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful, even unto death. And that's all I need. Jesus says, My soul was in such sorrowful, even unto death. Listen to me. What he's saying is, what I'm getting ready to go through, what's in my head and what I'm thinking about is sucking the life out of me. Are y'all with me? It's sucking. Now, this is Master Jesus talking. Right. He's getting ready to go through something in the crucifixion, and he knows what it's going to go through, and he knows the pain and the things. There are many people, and some of you all been in here. Some of you all know some people. You don't know what's going on inside them. He said that my soul is at the point it is and it hurts and the anxiety and the stress of what I'm getting ready to go through has literally sucked the life out of me. You know, if you don't have the spirit, that's why people commit suicide. Because we're all looking at them. They look all right. They talk all right. But something's going on into their soul. And it's literally sucked the life. Mm -hmm. And what that means is, if you're not careful, it sucks so much of the life you don't want to live. Y'all need to hear me. Because you never know when it's going to hit your household. You can sit beside people. You don't know who those people are. We need the church needs. We need to quit. Everybody wants to hear about the good stuff. No, the Bible is to teach us about good, the bad, and the ugly. And you better know, and my uh, sister Gwen says all the time, said one thing about, she calls me John, one thing about John is he teaches you the worst thing that can happen because he feels you can deal with anything else. That's right. And that's what I do. Teach. I'm not one of these people that wants you. No, you have to be a prepared person in a prepared place. And so that way, then you can help other people get prepared. Because if you don't have it together yourself, you can't help nobody else get it together. And even though those men loved him, Jesus, those three men loved him, they were there. They fell asleep, but they were there. And we don't know. Just because they were there, he had some place to go to pray, but then he had some place to go to. Didn't matter if they were sleeping or not, they were there. You need somebody like that. I want to talk to you about your soul. I listened to the song that uh, the praise team uh, was singing. It was the song that I first gave my life to Christ. It's St. Mary's. Yeah. You see, now, I was already in church. <laughs> it was the song that gave my life to Christ. We want to talk about it. First Thessalonians 5, 19 to 23 tells us something that y'all need to listen to your pastor here. Don't quench the spirit. You got to be careful. This, you got to be careful. Once you do that, then you, you don't have the power to be able to deal with things that's coming up in front of you. No one in this room knows what their tomorrow is going to be like. Amen? Amen? No one in this room knows what their evening will be like, right? This, can you imagine going to the game and you're going to see your son play and you got box seats and the whole family's there to see their uh, brother or sister, but the mother's there to see her son play and she's excited about it and he's excited about mama being at the game and not knowing within minutes 
he would be fighting for his very life. But guess why he was alive? He made it alive because the people were there that knew what to do to help him. They literally brought him. He died, folks. And they literally brought that young man back, right? They, and then he, again, he passed at the hospital, and they brought him back. Sometimes we, the people, the Christian need to have ourselves together so that we can help somebody else come back and bring them back to life. You see, they may not have any hope. They may not have any breath, but we can breathe in them. I'm talking spiritually now through the Holy Ghost and give them life. You need to hear what I'm saying here. All right, come on. Go ahead, 20. Do not treat prophecies with contempt. Yes, that's what you get when you come here. All right. But then we're told to test them all. Hold on to what is good. You got to protest them all. You got to test them all and hold on to what is good. There ain't no time in the history of this country that we've had so much chaos and confusion. We need to take a look and get find some good. It's hard to do, but you, we've got to find some good, okay? And reject every kind of evil. That's what it says. Keep going, please. May God Himself. The God of peace. And the God of peace. And you know what I like about that? When he calls himself the God of peace, when Jesus Christ was leaving, the last thing he told the disciples says, and my peace, I live with you. That's right. All right? Sanctify you through and through. Sanctify me what? Through, through and, and through. through. Body, mind, soul, and spirit. All right? Then may your whole spirit. Listen to me. There's more to you than just your body. Your spirit, your soul, and your body. That's what it says. May your whole spirit soul, and body. Be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. We've got to keep working until Jesus Christ comes, folks, in those areas, our spirit and our souls and our bodies. we just got to keep working. My body is the instrument that my spirit uses mm -hmm. to minister. And my soul gives me the love to want to do it. That's right. All right? Pastor, I like the way it says, too, your whole spirit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now turn to Psalms chapter 77. We're going to read verse 1 through 9 from the Passion. Now listen to me. Sometimes you need to pray for what's going on in your life. You go to the doctor, uh, and too many people have things wrong with them, and they're praying for the wrong thing. You see, I, I remember I went, and uh, I'm a person that, Everything seems all right with me sometimes. I tell Gwen, I'll take, take my blood pressure. I have her take my blood pressure quite often because I get anxiety. You see, I get that anxiety, and I'm making sure, you see, because, see, I'm smarter than most people. You see, uh, and they made it right for me because all I need is 911. Right. Ain't nothing hard about that. When she fell, she fell. The first thing, I was 911, and they were there in a hurry. Because, see, sometimes you need help to live. Okay? But the first thing they're going to ask you, what's wrong? You need to know what's wrong. Is it in your body? Is it in your spirit? Or is it in your soul? Yeah. How many times have you all, don't raise your hands, how many times have you prayed and asked God about your soul? It's in your soul. We don't do that, do we? Well, we're going to start doing it. It ain't in my head the problem. That's right. It's in my soul the problem. And I need to take it to him because I got a soul problem, not a mind problem. You see? 
Not even a life problem. It's in my soul. Some of you have never been there before. You've never lost someone that you love so much that it made you want to throw up. It ain't here. It's in your soul. People are praying for everything, but they're not praying for your soul. It's the pain in my soul and it's sucking the life out of me. You see? Happened to Jesus. That's right. You think you're above it? That's right. Okay. I know you're getting tired. Just keep, we're going to do it. Because it's one thing. Look at me. Everybody look at me. When I get to heaven, he can get me for a lot of things. But he will not get me for not teaching you the truth. You see? We're not, go ahead. We're not going to be a church that ignores the bodies. You see, some of you haven't got a mind problem. You don't have a spiritual problem. You have a soul problem. Jesus' mind was right. He knew what he had to do. His spirit was right. He knew he had to, but he said it was in his soul. Okay. All right. Again, reading from Psalms chapter 77, beginning with verse 1. David says, I poured out my complaint to you, God. I lifted up my voice, shouting out for your help. He's in a bad situation. You ever been there? See, I'm hurting. And sometimes most people don't want to admit it. Sometimes you're hurting so deep in your soul, you start questioning if God's real. Yes, sir. That's right. All right. He said, when I was in my deep distress, in my day of trouble. Have you ever been there? He said, a deep distress in my day of trouble. And y'all's pastor teaches you the truth. He says, one thing about it, I can tell you one thing for sure. Trouble's going to find you sooner or later. That's right. All right? I reached out for you with hands stretched out to heaven. Over and over, I kept looking for you, God. And he, it, it's just like, wow, where is he? God, where are you? Where are you at? I'm hurting. I'm dealing with cancer and chemo, and I'm dealing with high blood pressure, and I'm dealing with diabetes, and I'm dealing with my kids are acting a fool. I'm, somebody's asked for a divorce, and I didn't know. Where are you? Because life's going to hit you. And sometimes it's going to hit you so deep you can ask, where are you? Where are you? you remember me telling you my spirit was broken when I was in that hospital? I was asking God where he was at because I was hurting. Sometimes it happens to human beings, all right? but it's in the soul. All right? You remember some people thought I was being arrogant, okay? When I said, y'all quit sending me scriptures. When I was in the hospital, they were sending me scriptures. I wouldn't read them anyway. I was bleaking them off. I know scriptures. I needed somebody to pray for my spirit and my soul. I knew the word. I needed to be comforted from somebody directing me to what this says in my spirit. See, I thought, and when they would, some people would tell me they loved me. Now, that made me feel good. You see, I can read, but when you say you love me and you text and say, I love you, Pastor, that was give you the strength to keep going. All right? David said, but your comforting grace was nowhere to be found. And David's in trouble. He said, your comforting grace is nowhere to be found. He's in trouble. 
As I thought of you, I moaned, God, where are you? Does anybody know what I'm talking about? God, where are you? Where are you at? You see, and then you go to church and they tell you God's testing you like he's testing Job. God ain't going to test nobody like he's testing Job. Ask me why. Job was an upright and righteous man. I don't see right. none up in here. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I can identify, Brother Travis. I can identify with his situation. People say, I can identify with Job. I said, no, you can't. I said, God tested Job because he was what? Upright and righteous. Uh, upright, upright and righteous. No. I'm just a man. Just a man. That loves God. And I trust him. My mama used to say, he may not be here when you want him, but he'll always be on time. And there's been a few times in my life I've said, he must be looking at the wrong clock. <laughs> come on here, come on here. Somebody knows what I'm talking about up here. You see? Here we go. He says, I'm overwhelmed with despair as I wait for your help to arrive. I'm waiting on you. They don't know what to do. I'm waiting on you. Wow. Verse 4, he says, I can't get a wink of sleep until you come and comfort me. Now I'm too Have you been there? to even pray. Well, you couldn't go to sleep. And you couldn't even pray. Tossing and turning. We need to be honest. Jesus went to the Garden of Gethsemane. David's on his knees. They both were hurting in their soul. All right? My mind wandered thinking of days gone by. Yeah. The years long since passed. Just you start thinking about yesterday. All those years that have passed. Tough, isn't it? Oh, Pastor, why would you do this in the new year? No, oh, Pastor, thank you for doing this in the new year. That's right. We've had so much stuff going on in the last year. There was something, and some of you sitting in here know what I'm talking about. But where, here's where the mistake can be. I can't wait till next year. <laughs> you said that last year before that came in, not knowing what was going to happen in that year. You see? But we're going to be, we have to be prepared for whatever goes. That's right. We didn't lost, people didn't lost sons and daughters and uh, husbands in this church. You think it's over? It's life. That's right. Your soul has to be prepared to deal with it. Yes. I'll know what to do when it comes to you. Let's see. I'll help you out in a minute. All right? And in verse 6, he said, then I remembered the worship songs I used to sing in the night seasons. Yeah, but then, brother... Isaac, in the midst of all that, I remembered the praise and worship songs that I used to sing. Let me tell you, when you are at your worst and last, start singing. Start remembering them praise songs. Start singing them praise songs. Because, you see, that stirs up your spirit. And it gets down in your soul, and you begin to think about not so much the pain that you're going through, you begin to think about the glory of God. Are you with me there? You see? You see? So he's what he's saying here. In the midst of all that situation and circumstance, sing. 
There used to be years ago, they said, I can't think of that. These are days had a guy, I can't never think of his name, but he'd say, I can sing, I got a song, I can sing, I can sing, I can sing a song. And, you know, he would come in and the rest of the these are days, and our brother was, uh, Ray was there, they would all be kind of dressed up in this, and he would be kind of raggedy sometimes, you know, yeah. And he wouldn't look like the rest of them sometimes. And, and he was the perfect person. You know, he didn't have as much as the other these are days. He didn't have the job and the finance and this, but he had a voice, and he would get to singing that song. I can sing, I can sing, I got a song to sing. Don't have a lot of money, don't have a job. He wasn't even married. Don't have our family. I don't have anything, but one thing I have, I have a song. You better get a song in your heart. So when you're laying in a hospital bed, you can sing. You can sing, and some, let me tell you something. You can sing in your spirit and in your soul, and it won't come out your mouth, but you can sing in your soul. You see, you know what I'm You talk about, I'm a soul singer. I can't sing like Isaac sings up here. Oh, but in my soul, I'll give him a match, because I'm a soul singer. Are y'all with me? You see, this is what upsets me sometimes. Say, I love you, Pastor. It upsets me sometimes when some of you all get here too late to get into praise and worship because that's the only thing you can give God is right. praise and worship. He's giving you a word. That's what he's giving you. You can give him praise and worship. Sing to him. That's right. Sing to him. It's your last, well, when you're really down and out, start singing. All right, I forgot where I'm at. He said, and then at the beginning of six, okay. my heart began to fill again with thoughts of you. Yes, when I got the singing, I began to think about you. Now, some of y'all ain't getting this, right? Sometimes you, you all are still together and then being in love. And sometimes you'll be saying, how you doing? They're on vacation. I'm saying, I was just listening to this song and I just started thinking about you. And that makes both of you feel good. That's the right. one that's telling the other they was thinking about him and the one that heard the song. That's right. You need to have a love affair with God. Come on. You need to have a love affair with God. No matter what the situation or circumstance is, and I don't know where, where you're at, but I'm going to sing a love song to you. You say, yes, Jesus loves me. Huh? You don't sing a love song. Sing! Sing to him. You see? My body might be in pain, and I might be down and out, but I got a song I can sing. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Say amen to God this morning. All right. So then David said, so my spirit went out once more in search of you. So my spirit went out once more searching for you. My soul was paralyzed with pain and life. Remember, I got a spirit. My spirit went out searching for you. You see? Yes. That's just good stuff. I love it. Here we go. Then in verse 7, he said, would you really walk off and leave me forever, my Lord God? Yeah, he knows it. Now I'm singing. I had to get in myself, get in my head, think about it. No, God, would you really walk away and leave me? <laughs> go ahead. Won't you show me your kind favor? Now I'm, remember, now I'm remembering who he was. Now I'm praying right. Won't you show me your kind favor? Delighting in me again. Delighting in me again. I want, I'm, he's talking to himself, really. God, I want you to love me. I want to feel your love like I used to feel your love. I'm in, this, I'm in a bad situation right now, but I want to feel your love. 
Are you with me? You see, it works. It works. It works. All right. In verse 8, he asks, has your well of sweet mercy dried up? I talked to him. Will your promises never come true? Wow. Now, will your promises never come true? I keep telling y'all. You see, timing's everything. In my time. You see? I'm immortal. Okay? But you know what it means? Till God comes and calls me. That's right. Out of this life. In my time. So they can talk all about this and all about that, and you got this and you got that. I ain't got but one thing is the promises of God. That's right. That it really matters in my life. Period. All right? He's then asked, have you somehow forgotten to show me love? <laughs> said, have you? And you know what? That's the trick. Because you know when somebody loves you and they're hurting and they say that to you, then you begin to show them what? Begin to show them love. You see? You understand? Yeah. yeah. God, has you forgotten to show me love? No, he hasn't. Because he promised me he'd always love me. That's right. Good. Then he asked, are you so angry that you've closed your heart of <laughs> compassion toward me? He's talking to himself, really. Because sometimes you've got to talk your way out of sickness. Just saying, <laughs> yeah, and counselor will tell you, sometimes you got to talk yourself out of grief. Come on. Because you got to grieve, but it can only go so long, and then you got to talk yourself up out of there. You see, because anything you can talk yourself in, you can talk yourself out of. That's right. Right? And then in Psalm 42, verse 5 and 6, he says, So then, my soul, why would you be depressed? Yeah. How could my soul be depressed? I didn't ask him all these questions, and the answer is he loves me. The answer is yes, his promises are there to fulfill for me. I don't like doing this, uh, but I can because I'm pastor. You know, when I finish this message, I want our brother Isaac to come up and sing something for me, or Kim, somebody, that help me get back into it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Sing. Y'all yeah. need to learn to sing. Yeah. You can sing your way out of grief. Yeah, you can. Somebody said the blues ain't nothing but a good man feeling bad. That's right. Or a good woman feeling bad. You see? And guess what most people do? When they're feeling bad and got the blues, goes to a blues joint and get more bluer. <laughs> I'm going to church. I ain't talking here. I'm talking about it in my living room. Come on. I'm talking about it in my kitchen. Come on. Huh? I'm going to church and I'm going to sing. Church. Good God, I like this message. Again, he's talking to himself, and he asks, why would you sink into despair? <laughs> he said, just keep hoping and waiting on God, you're safe. <laughs> what? what are you doing? Why would you say Read that again slowly for me. I love that. Why would you sink into despair? Why would you sink into despair? Just keep hoping and waiting on God, you're safe. Keep hoping and waiting on God, you're safe. Sing. Sing. See, I'm going to sing till I feel better. Do you understand? I'm going to sing till I feel his presence. You see? And for all of, for all, for some, all of you that are like me that can't sing out loud, 
make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Say amen. Huh? You see? That's right. Because I can make a noise. Show up, Jesus. Yeah. The Bible says, for no matter what, David writes, I will still sing with praise. For no matter what, I will still sing with praise. With praise. No matter what goes on in my life, I'm going to still sing with praise. I might have tears in my eyes, and some of you know what, what I'm talking about up in here, but I'm going to still sing with praise. You understand what I'm saying? I may be sick in my body, but I'm going to still sing, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me something. I'm going to sing today. You see, and when the doctors come and tell me how much time I have left, I'm going to look at the scripture where it says that God would not start a work in Johnny Chesterfield Jr. until he's through, and I'm going to sing. And sing until he's through. I'm living on his promises. That's right. When I'm weak and feeble and old, and I'm getting there because I'm, I'm on my way there. I know I'm getting older. But when I'm weak and feeble and old, you see, and people are going to say, you are Adam says, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. That's right. Knees are bad. Some of you know, already know what I'm talking about. Back's hurting. Some of you know what I already talk about. You know what I talk about, huh? I don't feel like getting up sometimes. I'm a little depressed. But one thing, I'm, when I start singing, guess what's going to happen? I'm going to start singing, and the next thing you know, somebody's going to say, how would you get up? That I can do all things through Christ, what strengthens me. <laughs> all right? And it all started with a song. That's right. Sing. 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 You see? You get lonely at night, just you and the pillow. And I heard him say, and I'll never leave you alone. Sing. 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 Hallelujah. David says, for you are my saving grace. You are my saving grace? I don't know where I'm at. I'm saying, you are my saving grace. God's my saving grace. Y'all can't save me. Grammy loves me. She can't save me. God's my saving grace. That's right. We're looking for the wrong people. We're putting things on people that people can't do. God's your saving grace. And the voice says in verse 5, despite all of my emotions, yeah. I will believe and praise the one who saves me and is my life. I, all my emotions, I'm still going to praise him. Yeah. Crying, praise him. Hurting inside, but praising him. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Sing. Sing. Thank you. In verse 6, he says, here I am depressed and downcast. <laughs> depressed? No, this is, here I am depressed and downcast. Come on. The voice says, my God, my soul is so traumatized. Huh? The only help is remembering you wherever I may be. So no matter what situation, circumstance I am, no matter how traumatized I am physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, I'm going to remember where he is and who he is. That's right. That's right. You see? My situation and my circumstance ain't about it. It's about him. My deliverer. Good God Almighty. He went on to say, yet I will still remember you That's, as I ponder the place. I'm going to remember him. No matter how sick, how hurt, how my situation is, how my circumstance is, 
I'm going to what? I'm going to remember you. I'm going to remember you. All right? He says, as I ponder the place where your glory streams down from the mighty mountaintops. Come on, David. <laughs> lofty and majestic. Mm-hmm. The mountains of your awesome presence. He's there. But you know what I like about him? Not only is he in the mountain, he's in my valley. Yeah, he is. He's in my valley. Yea, do I walk through the valley of the shallow death. He's there with me. It doesn't matter if I'm up in the mountain or down in the valley. He's with me. And he can hear me sing if I'm up. He can hear me sing if I'm down. So no matter what my situation is, sing. Sing. Come on here. And then David said in Psalm 138, verse 3 from the King James, in the day when I cried, thou answered me. Yes, when I was laying on that hospital bed crying, he answered me. And strengthened my strength in my soul. And he strengthened my strength in my soul. And that person who said that he couldn't live like that said, I want to live until you call me home. Come on here. He'll do that for you. He strengthened your soul. Some of you in here, you need to pray the prayer to God to strengthen your soul. That's right. You're going at it wrong. God strengthened my soul. It's my soul that hurts. You see? You see? You see, us counselors can only go so deep. Some of that you've got to invite God in. That's right. Teach. You see? There's like a room. You go in, you, most, you all know the nurse comes in first. That's right. And they do everything else. All the vital signs and all that stuff. And then they do that little talk. And then they shut the door and leave, and then the doctor comes in. Counselor feels and the counselor. We, we'll sit there and do all that other stuff. Get, get this, we'll talk with you. We'll pray with you. We'll do all that other stuff. And then we leave, and then God comes in. That's right. That's right. That's divine order. All right. Then turn to Psalm 107. I'm going to read verse 1, 8, and 9 from the King James. David said, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Come on. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Y'all supposed to be doing this with me. Give thanks, thanks to, to the Lord, Lord for, for he is good. good. His, His love endures forever. Come on, nobody loves me. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Jesus love you? Yes. Does Jesus love you? Yes. Then if he loves you, he'll send somebody to love you. That's right. That's right. All right. In verse 8, he said, Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. Yes, keep going. For he satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things. When I was thirsty, he satisfied my thirst. And he ain't talking about water. He's talking about whatever that's dried up. That's right. Because, see, some people are spiritually dehydrated, emotionally dehydrated. Come on. Are y'all with me? Yeah. But then he fills you back up. Are you with me? Amen. <laughs> Come on up, Isaac. I'm about ready to finish it. Lastly, we turn to Psalms 103. This is one of my favorites. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Amen. And the congregation will repeat after me. Bless the, the Lord, Lord, O my soul, soul and all that is within me. In, within Bless me. his holy name. Bless what? His holy name. Bless what? His holy name. Bless what? His holy name. Again, two, please. 
Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. And I ain't forgot his benefits. So guess what? I'm going to sing about his benefits, not about what I'm going through. That's right. Don't forget his benefits. All right? Then in verse 3, he said, Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all my diseases. And I'm telling you. I'm telling you, I know what I'm talking about. Four-time cancer survivor standing up here. Four-time cancer survivor standing up here. Yeah. You understand me? I believe it. I believe it. We're getting ready to finish. Say, take your time, Pastor. Y'all know the deal. Come on. All right, here we go. He says in verse 4, who redeemeth Thy life from destruction. Because he redeemed my life from destruction. When, come on, somebody know what I'm talking about. Let me talk to DJ, because we ain't shame. When our lives were in destruction, when we were messed up, oh, up, God was there. That's right. That's right. We were killing ourselves. Some of us know what we're talking about in here. When our lives were in destruction, Devin, you know what I'm talking about. God, what? Delivered me from destruction, and a lot of destruction that some of you are going through is in your head. And He delivered you for that. Don't turn the radio on and listen to blues. Open up your Bible and listen to who God is and read who He is. You see? All right. Who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. Yes, and I thank you, Jesus. And five, who satisfies thy mouth with good things. He satisfies my mouth with good things. Because I can sing. I want to sing. Good things come out of my mouth. He satisfied my mouth with good things. He took me for, from, I can't, I don't want to live like this. The singing, Lord delivers me from the pain that's going through my body so I can still do what you would have me to do until you call me home. So that's why. Give God a hand clap. Give God a hand clap here. Yeah. 